You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Welcome back from your appointment, Bruce. How you feeling? Well, I don't have COVID again, so you know well, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Healthy, alive. You know, you uh, you look a little thinner. Was that the appointment you went to? Yeah, yeah. I had a little bit of the excess, you know, pulled off and oh, just, uh, yeah. Got a wash and wax, and mm, yeah, got yeah, the, yeah, got yeah. the front end mm. all taken care of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I bet it was nice to get out though. Yeah, I mean, not even happy. He gets to go to get his haircut. Do you know the people on on the this side of the pond? Those certain individuals that aren't able to do it themselves. You know, they haven't had a haircut since uh, October. Well, you know, I'm just enjoying the freedoms of America. Oh, yes. Yes, the freedoms. We were talking about the freedoms here uh, just a few minutes ago about Mm -hmm. the freedoms of which state. As a matter of fact, Michigan is more free than Texas right now, isn't it? Yeah, according to the... um, Yeah, so this is the... This is the stringency index by state. This is released by Oxford. Texas is um, 30th uh, 30th. with a score of 48.2. Now, to put this into comparison, okay, Michigan is a 43.5. So it's a little bit more free than Texas right now, currently. South Dakota, who they didn't shut down and didn't have a mask mandate, they're at a 9.3 on the stringency index. Where's New York? Uh, New York is 50 at 66.2. Mm-hmm. And Florida? Uh, Florida is ninth at 33.8. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, the, all those evil people down there not wearing masks and not social distancing and not closing their businesses. How dare you? How dare you, mm-hmm. Governor DeSantis? Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma looks like it's 38. Uh, looking for Ohio. Ohio is 46.3. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, uh, uh, they, more, they, they've, they, they've gone they, they've bit. gone crazy, but yeah. they're more free than Texas. That's saying something. That's, that's that saying is, something. That is, Texas is supposed to be revered or, or used to be revered as the most free of the states or, you know, the most American, if you will. Oklahoma's more, more Texas than Texas right now. It is. It is. And, you know, one thing, I, and I actually, I wanted to talk about this today. We're, we're going to get into the budget today, the COVID-19, the $2 trillion COVID bill. We were going to do this yesterday, but I've got a more detailed, I'm actually glad we put it off till today. I've got a more detailed breakdown of it today and everything that it includes. We're going to spend a, a goodly percentage of time going down through what your tax money is going to pay for. And boy, you're going to love it. But you just said that Oklahoma is more free than Texas. Yeah, it's more Texas than Texas right now. More Texas than Texas. Well, some of your state senators would agree. And uh, we actually just went over this very, very briefly. But this is uh, this is quite something. Now, Mike had brought up the point yesterday about kids being taught certain things in school, this agenda that's being forced on these kids in these schools. And one of the things that is being forced on kids in school in the United States is something called critical race theory. And this has been a very 
controversial subject as of late. What they're actually doing, do you do you want to give a brief rundown as to what this is and how detrimental this is to, to education in the first place? And then we can get into what Oklahoma is doing. I mean, critical race theory is basically teaching our kids to be racists. Yeah, that, that's exactly. Basically that's literally it. It's literally it. That's that's a very simple explanation. Thank you. So Oklahoma has introduced a bill to ban critical race theory completely, completely. This is, as a matter of fact, this is the first state that I've seen take such an initiative. And we actually have a copy of the bill. And we were going down through it just a couple of minutes ago. And I was, I mean, I was amazed at what I was seeing. It's teaching divisive concepts and ideology to young people is what they're saying. And that's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. An Oklahoma state lawmaker is seeking to ban teaching divisive concepts from critical race theory in state schools, pushing for a law that would permit teachers to be fired for doing so. Not unreasonable. Not unreasonable at all. I like it so far. I like it. Yeah. Okay. State Senator Shane Jett is the author of Senate Bill 803, Oklahoma Senate Bill 803. We've got a copy of it here. Anybody can go look it up. It's public. Uh, As a matter of fact, we got ours on the stateofoklahoma.us website. I mean, that's, that's right up there for everybody to see. It is legislation that would explicitly prohibit the teaching of critical race theory and its components in the state of Oklahoma. In an interview on Wednesday, Jet said that while proponents of critical race theory promise to improve race relations, which they actually don't, what's being taught in schools actually creates a racial divide, as you just stated. It's teaching divisive concepts and ideology to young people. It is Marxist in origin. It is. And it is designed to cause children to, instead of looking at what makes us unique and special and American, it causes them to pit themselves against each other based on the color of their skin. What was it that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, which I revere very much, as do we all around here? He wanted his children to live in a world where people would be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. Critical race theory is the antithesis of what Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement was all about. Jet's bill prohibits Oklahoma public schools and public charter schools, starting from kindergarten to high school, from teaching, instructing, or training any student to believe in divisive concepts. I've been saying for years, and as a lot of other commentators out there have been saying exactly the same thing, we are not educating our children, we are indoctrinating our children. And now they are doing a full court press on it. They're moving at light speed. I didn't even think it was going to be this fast, but they're moving fast, very fast. And Mike asked where this was coming from. Now, we know that this is being championed by American academia, but you don't put a program like this nationwide together. Have you seen the size of this critical race theory that they're seeing? Like it's, it's literally like you could stack every history book I have on top of each other and you probably wouldn't equal half of it. That is how thick this is. To have anybody get together and write that much, not to mention have it published and have it implemented in all 50 U.S. states at the federal, state, and local level. Do you know how much money that takes? That is a revolution against our education system, and revolutions cost money, a lot of it. Yeah, and the the people that teach that theory also have to be as dense as that um, documentation. Oh, they are. Well, they don't even want to go back to the damn schools. How much more dense can you get than that? That's true. And um, for those that are wondering, uh, divisive concepts uh, that are referenced here in this uh, bill are things like if you're saying that one race or one sex is superior, inherently superior, or that the United States is fundamentally racist or sexist, that an individual by virtue of his or her race or sex is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, 
whether consciously or unconsciously, that's just a taste of of what they they're talking about here. And if you want more, um, there's like you know ten or twelve or so. And it's not um, a long bill. It is not a long no, bill. It's, it's not. It's actually. literally four pages, double spaced. That's it. Yeah, but it, it, really, it's like three and a quarter because the, the fourth page is like just. Literally. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and then, of course, they've got like the lead up to it and, you know, all the legal jargon mumbo jumbo they got to put yeah. in there and all that stuff. But the meat and potatoes is literally only like a page and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's honestly you can sit down and read it in a couple of minutes and it's worth a read. And honestly, uh, if you're in another, you know, another state that um, isn't taking action like this, you could reference that bill and just send it to one of your senators, state senators uh, or your state governor and be like, why aren't you doing something like this? If you're down there in Texas, uh, maybe you should send that to one of your state senators there. I mean, because you're being outdone by Oklahoma here. Or if you're in a small town and you see this pop up in your kid's school, take it down to the local council chambers. Talk to your council person. Talk to your local reps. Take it to the mayor's office. They'll listen. Whether you see it pop up in your schools or not, you can pretty well guarantee this stuff is being taught in your schools. No matter how big or small you're in one form or another, yeah, because it's nationwide. It's nationwide at the local level. And you know something? There are three main hubs where all this garbage is coming from. Three. Okay, and I'm going to tell you exactly what those are. And you and anybody can go and do their own research into these three organizations. First and foremost, the Chinese Communist Party. That's numero uno. Number two, the World Economic Forum. You need about eight hours of free time to go to weforum.org and take a look at everything that those people are up to and involved in, okay? The World Economic Forum. Now, mind you, they are working together with the Chinese Communist Party. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. If you look at the agendas that the Chinese Communist Party are pushing out and look at what the agenda that the World Economic Forum are pushing out, look at Xi, Chinese President Xi Jinping, look at his speeches that he gave at the World Economic Forum just a couple of weeks ago. And you tell me that that agenda is not being carried by Western leaders and elites and all the rest of it. On top of that, the third one at this point, the third one, you could probably attribute Gates to this because he's promoting the math agenda. Gates, many may not know this, or maybe you do if you've listened to conservative uh, media. Gates is actually one that was pushing back in the day. What was it? Uh, the 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 other math. What, what was the um, Common Core? Co- common Core. Yeah. He was he was pushing that back in the day. And now it's evolved into something a little different, which is math is racist now, which is effectively the same thing. More, or It's less. pretty much it's more or less the same thing. Now, you can tie yeah, it yeah. to another another subject. But I mean, they're all part and parcel of the same thing, in my humble opinion. I mean, if you're teaching it one place, you're teaching it in all the others. So, OK, I'll tell you what. Anything else on that bill that you want to talk about? I mean, I, I personally I think that's great. I want to know why that's not being done at all 50 state legislatures. I want to know. If that if yeah. you're if this is happening in your state, if this is happening in your schools and you're pissed off about it, go get a copy of this bill and forward this on to your elected officials. That's what yeah. I would do. I agree. That that is exactly what needs to be done. Yeah. Hell, you could send it to others. Don't well, necessarily be, have to well, be yeah. your own state. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But it's got to be done at the. St- My point is, is it's got to be done at the local yes. and state level. We're not going to be able to do this at the federal yeah. level. That's that's right. a, that's out of the question at this point. Yeah. So yeah, do, definitely do it. Do it at the local level. Do it at the state level, and and get this enacted. Like we said, this is a really short bill. Very straightforward. It's only been proposed at, at this point in Oklahoma. Hopefully, it it goes through. Looking at some of the other stuff that's gone through here in Oklahoma under this um, current administration, it'll it'll go through. Is my guess. And the reason we can't do anything about it at the federal level is because we've got two divisions stationed there for some insurrection or something that's supposed to come now. 
Now they say that the the, the security is a, at an all time high because of the State of the Union threat. So now they're going to they're going to keep all these troops there now because of something that's supposed to happen at the State of the State of the Union. Yeah. And I've not seen any credible evidence of this yet. They're saying they have reports of. Um, uh, OK, the chief of police says they're going to get like there's they have threats of people blowing up the Capitol. Uh huh. And that. Okay, give give me evidence of that. Where where were you pulling this information? You know, where did you find this? Was it something that you found on like 4chan or 8chan, or was it something that is a little more credible than than a bunch of trolls? Uh, were you were you seeing actual text messages or phone calls or or have emails they, or something between each have other? They have they infiltrated a group? Have yeah. they infiltrated have you, a group? Yeah. Is there some kind of credible? evidence that maybe the the FBI has that they're looking into some extremist group? Is this a foreign threat? Is this a domestic threat? What is it? Oh, I mean, it could be a foreign threat because they are saying Al-Qaeda is just as powerful as it was back at uh-huh. 9-11 uh-huh. in 2000, 20 years ago, uh-huh. 21. And, yeah, 20 years. And, and let me guess, let me guess. Um, somehow or another, they've regained all that in the last 40 days, somehow. So let me guess, they're going to now tie that to Trump supporters? I have no idea who they're trying to attribute this to. I do know from uh, listening to the military types, basically uh, the Taliban, the Al-Qaeda, they're all the same organization, more or less. It's the same people. When one organization is destroyed, um, they just move on to the next one. You have- They already tried uh, this. They they already tried this. This doesn't work. This is an old narrative. You Yahoo should have tried this like 15 years ago, okay? This is an old narrative. This doesn't work anymore. They tried to do this with an outside threat and it didn't work. The population didn't respond to it. So now we have COVID and of course, everything is now you are the terrorists and they've turned you against everyone else and everyone else has turned against you. So it's about dividing and separating you and turning you into the terrorist without even knowing that you're a terrorist. That's what it's all about. It's what all the, the fear and the hysteria and everything around that surrounds COVID. That's what it's all about. It's designed to keep everybody a suspect. So nobody unifies, nobody trusts each other and no one works together. And we don't unify and go after the common problem that we all have. That's what it's about. I don't even think they need the narrative, though. That's that's just it. I don't think they need you to believe the narrative in this case. No, it's just, just rhetoric. Yeah, it's just rhetoric. And it, it it's justifying it in their own mind. And the record will show it's that. It's basically them signaling to the media that, okay, this is this is your narrative. This is what you're you're gonna say. And they're gonna they're gonna send troops back over again. Do, do these do these people not understand the National Guard troops that are there? I mean, this isn't this isn't the army, okay? This isn't the army. This isn't the Marines or anything like that. This is the National Guard. For those that don't understand, these people have jobs. Like they have working straight nine to fives. Being in the National Guard, this is something, what was it? One week in a month, two weeks a year? Well, they've been there a little bit longer than that. They can't, like, they, I don't even think, they don't even get paid all that much to be there, do they? So they can't afford yeah, I don't know. To, to do that. They have regular jobs. What are they supposed to do? Now you're going to put another 35,000 people out of work? For what? And here, here's well, the other thing. Here, here's the other thing to this. Did you see the National Guardsman the day that Biden was inaugurated when he drove his motorcade through town? Did you see that video? Did you see any of those mm-hmm. videos? I haven't seen any of those videos. I'd no. say, and those are rank and file, okay? Th- these are rank and file men and women that are out there in the National Guard. These are rank and file. Most of them, a goodly percentage of them, had their backs turned. Now that's saying something. Immediately after that, they had to do a, a stand down to weed out all the extremists, if you remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and then it had to, they had to rotate a lot of them in and out. Okay, so there's chatter. Now, listen to this. L- listen to the, how they're, they're doing this. Okay, so they're saying that um, the Capitol Police is keeping its security posture high in response to intelligence, intelligence, right? Yeah, intelligence, that indicates some extremists who joined the January 6th insurrection have discussed plans to attack the building during the State of the Union address. Okay, uh, just from that point, they can't put Biden on stage. There's no way. There, there's no way they well, can do that. Well, Th- this based guy on the... There's no way. He, he can't make based, it to the State of the Union. No, based on the, the Munich uh, video that we've seen, you, you can't have him up on stage. No, if there's he no fumbles way. like that in front of the American people, the end. Unless unless they do it just because of COVID, unless they do it pre-recorded and it's heavily edited, then they can Possibly. somehow maybe pass it off. But there, there's they no way they can do something like that. There's no way they can put this this Joker on live TV. There's no way he, he can't do it because you, you could see in that in that Munich one, it was only like 20 minutes long, 16 yeah. minutes, 17 minutes, something like that. Um, he was fading fast in that in that video. Yeah. Uh, but real quick, a little bit of house cleaning. National Guard on average get paid a little over four thousand per month. OK. All right. The chatter among extremists. What's an extremist? It's whatever yeah. they decide it is at this point. It's what's an extremist. The chatter among extremists about trying to blow. Are you serious? Blow up the Capitol. Are you kidding me? During the still unscheduled presidential address. Yeah, you can't put him up there. there there's no way. You, you can't put him up there. Has it ever happened that the vice president gave that address? Not in our lifetime. No, I, I don't no, know. If it's, I don't, if I don't it's, recall it ever. I don't think that that's something that's ever happened to my mm-hmm. recollection. I could be wrong, but yeah. I wonder, no wonder if that's something they may do. But yeah, that's that's going on. When is the State of the Union? That's coming up. When, when is it? Well, it's it's un, it's unscheduled. You just said well, I understand, but usually article. they have like a set time. Um, like they, they haven't scheduled anything, nothing. By the way, the, the the whole State of the Union thing, that used to be a letter, by the way. They didn't used to stand up and have this big speech or some such. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. But, well, that's good because they'll probably go back to tradition this year. And they might. And just send out the letter because that they, they're following the Constitution and, and the way that our, our traditions uh, are, are in best practice. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to Clinton, Bill Clinton, see January, 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 February, January, January, January. Yeah. So it looks like January, February, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we're actually over as to when that's supposed to be. We are, we're, we're 20. The latest one on this list was Obama and it was February 12th. So this is the longest one, uh-huh. you know. Well, that's because they they can't figure out how to get him up there. That's why they, they have to get him up. Uh, do whatever it is you're going to do. Get him a blood transfusion. Get him an eye lift or whatever it is you're going to do and get him up there. Right. Roll him out. Get, get him a bottle of, of Ensure, whatever it is you're going to do and stick him up there. OK. All right. Let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the uh, the two trillion dollar COVID relief bill. Oh, my goodness. This. This is just, this monstrosity of just this this oh my another two trillion okay what's the next one going to be now this one this one they said oh well one point nine trillion that's a good place to start the negotiations uh the the negotiations for for two trillion dollars all right well let's see what kind of pork is in this thing shall we the House of Representatives is currently in the process of considering the next COVID relief bill nine of the twelve House committee members have approved the legislation. And we're going to summarize. Okay, so this legislation is largely similar to 
President Biden's, yeah, because he penned it himself. Yeah, sure. President Biden's American rescue plan. Now he's got a plan. He, he's got a plan. He's, he's got it all figured out. He's got it all figured out. I'm wondering if this corresponds to what they're talking about now called the uh, the global reset plan that's being put together. Not the Great Reset. That's something different. There's something else that says we need global action to restore our economies and get us on the path to a post-pandemic world. Uh-huh. And I have that. We might go over that tomorrow on the exclusive just for fun. It contains a third round of stimulus checks... Extension of enhanced unemployment benefits, additional tax credits for families and workers. What about the workers you put out of work on the Keystone Pipeline? What about those? Are they going to get a tax credit for that? Funding for K-12 through education. Oh, yes. To teach you the things we were talking about just a few minutes ago. And support for state and local governments. Oh, isn't that great? They're going to bail out the states and the... And the locales, that's that's just wonderful. We might as well just nationalize everything over there, huh? Yeah, just throw the federalist system completely out the window. Well, who needs it, right? That pesky thing that just mm. gets in the way. No, we need it if there's a Republican in power and they're cracking down on drugs or uh-huh. uh, you know something like that. We, we have to have uh-huh. federalism then, but... Uh, or, or the border, for example, or, or uh-huh. you know, immigration. You know, if, if you have a Republican come in and start doing that, well, then we're going to declare our state or a city um, a, a um, sanctuary city, and we're uh-huh. going to allow drugs and illegals to be here. So, right, okay. Well, with with crack shots like uh, like Mitch McConnell, with heavy hitters like him, when <laughs> right, when he comes right. out and he gives the statement today, like he did when he said that Speaker Pelosi is using the uh, the, the Capitol riot as a as a partisan issue. When he makes statements like that, I mean, that speaks volumes. What what can you say to that? What can you say to that? I mean, why why do we need to elect someone else with a statement like that? Why not just keep him alive for the rest of you know eternity? Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll give him an we'll give him an honorary send off when, when he passes on while he's in office. And we we couldn't fill his chair with such statements like that. We couldn't fill it. Smaller but significant expenditures include funds for COVID testing and vaccines. <laughs> oh yeah, you wonder why the uh, why the testing is off the charts. You wonder why the lockdowns continue. You wonder why the agenda in the media continues because it is a cash cow. Grants to small businesses. Grants to small businesses. Oh, we're granting money to small businesses now. Okay. Oh, I mean, we've had them closed for over a year. And oh, we're grant. Oh, well, this is money you don't have to pay back. Well, we couldn't have done that last year. No, no, no. Now we've got to do it. Not under Trump. We, we couldn't do that under no, Trump. No, goodness, that, no. 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 Mm-mm. Well, when Trump said in the beginning, he says, we're going to make stacks of cash available for small businesses. It should have been a grant at that point. Not alone. Not alone. I agree. But instead, the criminal Fed came out and said, yeah, we're going to have stacks of cash available, but it's going to be in a loan. We're not going to give you money that you're not going to pay back. No. Support for child care providers. Uh-huh. So the state's going to pay for your your child care now. Assistance for colleges. They're going to forgive student loans. And rental and homelessness assistance. They're going to create government housing is what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to bail out mortgages. All right. So a few differences in this one um, exist. They say that the, uh, the House plan shortens the unemployment extension by one month and adds grants to multi-employer pensions. Okay. Interesting. It also earmarks some of the small business aid for restaurants. Small business aid, uh-huh. Yeah, what is that? Another high interest loan? But I, I love it. They're making these they're making these businesses 
rather than the businesses just standing tall, banding together and saying, you go to hell, we're opening, which is what they should do all across the West. That's what you should be doing. We're well past this. That's what should be done here is that. But they've got people so damn scared that you're going to get fined. They're going to come in and they're going to close your business. down. They're going to close you down anyway. It doesn't matter. The idea here is this is economic warfare. I don't know how clearly I can make this point. They're going to make you take these loans to keep yourself afloat, but they're going to say, well, you can only open it. What is it? New York? 10%, 15%, 20% capacity. Yeah, we can't do any more than that. And then they'll close you back down at the end of the summer. That's what they're going to do. And then you're going to be stuck with all that money that you're going to owe. And then they're going to make you sign it all over. So it doesn't matter. You stand tall against the criminal state and you open your businesses. We're well past this point. Do it. Stop thinking about it and do it. This will provide grants to airlines and airports. Yeah, we're going to nationalize the airlines now. And contains more targeted expansions to Medicaid. Didn't see that one coming. Affordable Care Act. Hello, Obamacare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But does not contain cybersecurity funding. Well, we don't need that. No, we, we no. don't need that. No, that's it. No, we there was there was no problems. Wouldn't possibly be at risk of any kind of cybersecurity attacks or anything. It was it was only dear old Klaus that said that himself, wasn't it? The the cyber pandemic. Mm. Yeah, it was only yeah 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 yeah. Uh -huh. And it's uh -huh. not like we didn't just have attacks on. Um, you know, some of our important government infrastructure by Russia, for example, or China here recently, that was that was just kind of swept under the rug and not really reported on as much because it happened under the uh, uh, Biden or excuse me, the Biden administration. Conspiracy theory, I think. It, uh, I saw yeah, it floating yeah. around on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, yeah. OK, so uh, let's get into the uh, let's get into the good stuff on this one. All right. So the policies of this, right? So we're going to name what the program's going to be, and we're going to tell you how much it's going to cost you. All right. So they are going to issue $1,400 per person stimulus checks, which is a significant amount, I might add. It's better than 600. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, better. it's better than 600. But, you know, uh, I, I know of businesses around here, uh, one of them in particular, they're out over $7,000. Now, that may not seem like much to you in, in you know, the West or East Coast. $7,000 around here is a lot of money. It is. It is. And, you know, the uh, the thing about this is, is like they're literally throwing you 2000 When you hear about all the other money that's going out to this in all of this, and they're throwing the American people $2,000 for being out of work for a year, imagine. I don't care what part of the country you come from. Imagine $2,000 per year as a salary. This isn't 1965. You can't live on that. You can't live on that. Hell, you can't live on 10 times that. So in all, that's going to cost $422 billion to send out the checks, right? In all, that's what it's going to cost. Not a problem They're, at all. No, I mean, it's not. We're not, no, well, we're not $28 trillion in debt. Or no, no, Bruce. No. It, how do you get the money? You just do. Yeah. yeah how are you, you going to pay do. for it? You just mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're going to extend unemployment programs through August 29th with a $400 a week supplement. I wouldn't do that at all. Open the businesses. You don't need that. You don't need that. They're going to expand the child tax credit, the child care tax credit, the earned income tax credit, mostly for one year. OK, none of that should even exist. None of it. All that is, that's a that's another form of supplementing people's income. That's all that is. Now, granted, granted, I know some people that are single parents that get that extra tax credit and they need it and they use it for what it's supposed to be used for, to pay off their mortgage, to pay down their car or whatever it is. So in some cases, I get it. I get it. But nationally, we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be. I Well, yeah, but I have a better solution there. 
instead of the government taxing us so much, let us keep our own money. That and was we good. wouldn't have to be yeah. subsidized. Exactly. Exactly. That that was gonna be I was you took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna say, yeah, how about you just cut all that, you cut the tax rate and let people keep the money that they earn. You'll fix that problem. They're going to provide grants to multi-employer pension plans and change single player single employer pension funding rules. <laughs> well, it's everybody's pension now, right? It's everybody's mm-hmm. pension. Yeah, because we gotta be fair. We've got to be equal. They're going to temporarily expand. Yeah, temporarily. Yeah, the government's going to temporarily do something. I I highly doubt that. They're going Uh to temporarily expand Affordable Care Act, that's Obamacare, subsidies for two years and subsidize 2020 and 2021 coverage. Well, there couldn't be a problem with that. No, I mean, it's not like it's a a, a bill or a, not a bill, but it's not like it was a department that was designed to fail, right? No. It's not like that was, no. Okay. They're going to extend paid sick leave and employee retention credit. Actually, that one would make sense if we were under a true pandemic. If we really were under a pandemic, it would make sense to have more paid sick leave and and employee retention credits. It would make sense. They're going to subsidize COBRA coverage for laid off workers. Oh, yes, because COBRA is so affordable. Believe me, it is so affordable. Yeah. um, By the way, I was looking into COBRA here the other day, uh, prepping for, for this stuff. Cobra, if you wanted to keep this is to keep your health insurance after you're unemployed, right? Or transitioning between jobs, you pay up to 104% of your yes. insurance yes, bill. Yes. Yeah. Repeal the rule. I don't know what this has to do with COVID, but repeal the rule allowing multinational corporations to calculate their interest expenses, including foreign subsidiaries. What, what's that got to do? Uh, well, hell, what's that? What's most of the stuff got to do with COVID? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't have anything to do with COVID. This one was actually kind of confusing because it, it actually brings in money. So I'm, I'm assuming this means that essentially it's going to be a tax. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless, of course, you're like Facebook or Google or GE or any of these these companies. Yeah, you won't pay any taxes. Other policies. I love this. Other policies. Yeah, it's only nine billion. Yeah, it's just only nine billion. That's yeah, just yeah, just rainy day fun stuff. Yeah. Other, yeah. yeah, they don't tell you what those other ones are. They're going to provide money to state governments. Now you're going to bail out the states. Yeah, now you're going to bail out the states. This is exactly what those of us that were on board with Trump for some kind of a stimulus back when he was in office. I said, if he bails out the states, I'm bailing on him, period. Period. You're bailing out the states. Why even have the the 10th Amendment at that point? Why even have it? Provide money to local governments. It's worse than bailing out the states. Provide money to local governments, territories and tribes. First of all, let's look at it like this. Provide money to state governments. All right. You can lump all this into one. Right. States, local, whatever, because it's all the same thing. They're they're just they're splitting. Like we're talking about three hundred and fifty billion dollars here. Okay, so let's look at what this is going to do. All right. So you're going to have Say, oh, I'm gee, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, New York is probably going to be one of those states. Yeah, New York's going to be one of those states because they won't open the state. They bankrupted the place. If the state of New York goes bankrupt, that is not my problem. If I'm from Ohio or Oklahoma or California or Nevada or Texas, that's New York's problem. If they go bankrupt and they purge the pension funds up there in order to try and save the state budget, then guess what? I feel sorry for you if you're from there and you put up with it. If California, there's going to be another state that's going to get bailed out. You watch. If California, California's got $2 trillion in debt on its own, on its own. And I think they're well over that now with all this COVID stuff. That was before the pandemic. If California goes bankrupt, again, that's California's problem. Now, the only thing that I would be willing to do, and being as 
sensible as I as I am, the only thing I would be willing to do at that point would be take a state that's in the black, right? As far as finances go, take a state that's in the black, get all of your economic advisors and financial people and everybody together that work within the government to manage the state budget and send them out to the states, sit down with the legislators out there that screwed it all up and say, what the hell did you idiots do? And let's get it fixed. That's being generous. I wouldn't give them money. I'd say you need to, it's just like declaring bankruptcy, just like declaring bankruptcy. Don't give me the garbage that states can't declare bankruptcy and reorganize, liquidate whatever the bad debt is and then restructure and start over. Don't give me that garbage that they can't do. It. Oh, well, states can't go bankrupt. Oh, yes, they can. And they have. So do you throw money at a drug addict? Me? To try no, to I get wouldn't. Them? No, yeah. but you, you don't but throw money do. at them to try to get them, you know, help. Right. You, you, you don't. It's just like the war on poverty the war on drugs. It's the same concept. All we did is throw money at a problem. And what happened? We ended up spending far more money. And the, the problem got worse, right? We spent billions, trillions. I'm moving right along here because we got a long way to go on this one. Yep. Create paid COVID leave for federal workers and other policies. <laughs> okay, they're not working anyway. Yeah, I want to know what the other policies is, uh, by the way. I want to know why you're creating paid leave. They haven't missed a paycheck yet. They've been working yeah. from home. Yeah. Federal workers don't. I mean, unless you're talking like TSA, in which case some of them may have been. OK. But yeah. All right. Fair I, enough. I, I'm, I'm for completely eradicating the TSA and having each state handle their own affairs. But actually, it shouldn't even be the states doing it. It should be the airlines doing it if we're going to. have. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I'll, I'll go with that. All right. Education. Oh, boy. Yeah. Education. Yeah. So they're going to provide funding for kindergarten through 12th grade education. Yeah. There's a couple hundred billion. Yeah. You're going to uh, you're going to now get. A, get yeah. The, the governments they are basically going to nationalize all the schools. That's what they're going to do. And then you won't be able to pass laws in the states to ban critical race theory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've already thought of that. Provide funding for colleges and universities. Yeah, they're going to forgive student debt. Why colleges and universities? Why are they providing? Many of the universities here have so much money that they're sitting on that they could they could send the, the equivalent of their roster, you know, how, how many students they have, and six more for the rest of, uh, you know, for like 50 years or something like that. They, they, they could pay for Harvard. So why are we sending it? Harvard is a perfect example. Why, why, why are we sending them money? Shouldn't be sending them anything. I mean, what are you paying $45,000 a semester for? What? What's that for? It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, increase. I love this one. Increase the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2025. Yeah, because that's not going to cause a 30% increase in prices across the board overnight. I, no, I, like I love these. $2, oh. $2 increase a year. I, I love these people. Well, no, they, they want to do this nationally. I mean, they want to do the minimum yeah, wage know, across I mean, the country. To get the $15 a minute, an hour, that's $2 a year. Mm-hmm. To get it by 2025, roughly. But, I mean, but it's they're a not less. Yeah, but they're not talking about federal workers here. They're talking about the federal right. minimum wage. Right. And they're saying that would only cost $54 billion. Uh, yeah, right. Right. It cost way more than that. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what's that going to cost the businesses that don't survive that? They can't pay that. What, what's that going to cost the uh, the communities that are going that are going to lose those businesses? What's that going to do? It's going to cost the average consumer. You're going to you're going to be paying in goods and services. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because businesses have said the increase like that, who's going to suffer that? They're not going to cut into their profits. They're not going to cut into their bottom line. They're going to raise the the prices of all their products. 100% of that $15 an hour minimum wage is going to go to you, the consumer, the end buyer, the end user. It's going to go to you. And look at paying double, basically. Yeah, easily, easily. 
And I, I heard something so stupid last week. It was this ridiculous, know nothing, whatever. And they said, you're worried about the, the cost of products going up and people can't have a living wage. What's wrong with you? And I, I'm just sitting there. I'm like shaking my head. Like if this is what passes for economics, we're screwed. We're screwed. We're completely screwed. If this is what passes for, for education and common sense, we're, we're, we're finished. There's not even a discussion. Provide support for child care grants to child care providers and Head Start. So again, they're just going to take over the entire. It's basically, I'll tell you what this is. This is government from cradle to grave. That's what this is. Subsidize COBRA coverage for laid off workers. Yeah, we talked about that. Extend, I love this. Extend nutrition assistance in place of school lunch for the duration of the emergency, which will never end, by the way, and other food assistance. Nutrition assistance? So the government's going to tell you now what nutrition you should have. These idiots have not said word one about anything involving nutrition since the beginning of this so-called pandemic. Yeah. Where's been the talk of nutrition during all this? Wear a mask, shut up and wait for a vaccine. That's it. We we haven't seen any of that since uh, the Obamas. Nothing. And you see how successful that school lunch program was under (laughs) Michelle. Yeah. Human services, labor programs and other policies. (laughs) Yeah, they don't really go into details what that is. That's only 11 billion. So I guess it's like the other policies from the section above that. That's only 9 Mm -hmm. billion. Right. So we got Mm -hmm. we got 20 billion now just in a in a slush fund, rainy day fund that we can use for whatever. All right. Increase funding for testing and contact tracing. Oh, yeah. So basically, they're going to create brown shirts. Increase public health workforce and investments. Uh huh. Fund vaccine distribution, (laughs) confidence and supply chains. Oh, yeah. yeah so okay. uh-huh. the, the confidence part, uh, it sounds like confidence? ad campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you what the ad campaigns are like now. I mean, I saw one the other day and I'm like, I, I feel like I'm being sold a Coke product or a Pepsi product. The fact is, is that no one of the target group that they're after here are taking the vaccines. That's the problem. And yeah. now they're saying, if you notice, if you notice what's going on, first it was, well, we're looking at one shot. Then it, all of a sudden it just turned into two. Now no one's taking them. Now Gates is saying, well, now you need three. So you keep refusing and it gets worse. And so like what, what's happening now? The Swiss banned the AstraZeneca vaccine, didn't they? They banned it. The French pulled it, right? Macron pulled it. The Germans are, are pushing, oh, of course, we, we, the AstraZeneca vaccine is fantastic. That's because everyone's been refusing the Pfizer one. Mostly the people that have been refusing the Pfizer vaccine in Germany are the healthcare workers and the frontline workers. That's- They're refusing it. Same in the UK. The UK is having it. The younger healthcare workers are the ones that are refusing any jabs. Yeah. And they're saying, actually, I was hearing one of the uh, lords there was saying he thinks that a healthcare worker should be required to have a jab. And if you didn't, if you say you're not going to, then you're fired. Uh-huh. Uh, that that's what. And he's like, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't mandate it or any of those kind of things. That's oh, no, literally, man- by, that's yeah. literally mandating it. If you say you're going to lose your job if you don't get a jab, that's mandating the jab. Do you remember that? Speaking of that, do you remember the nurse that took the uh, the COVID vaccine on camera and she fainted ten minutes later? Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. Uh huh. I, yeah, I have a but, I, you know, no I have a question. No. Yeah. Well, no, I have a question to that. To that specifically to that case, where is she? I'm just asking, where is she? She hasn't been back out. She hasn't been back out in front of the camera. And more than that, if you look at her social media, she hasn't been on it. Uh, I would like to point out as well, the health risks aside here in the US, if they were to try something like that, understand that these vaccines also have, well, aborted babies in it. Mm -hmm. So some of the DNA that they used. So yeah, it's been that way for a long time. So if you you deny it for religious uh, uh, reasons, by mandating it the way the UK is talking about doing it, 
that's a violation of constitutional rights. Which, you know what, we, uh, you know, we talked about how the Israelis are doing it. And right on cue, right on cue, the World Economic Forum put out a video on their website about how Israel's doing it and how they could be used as, you know, tools of division and compromising people's information and health information. And is it going to split society? What are your concerns? And like, comment and share. You ought to see the number mm-hmm. of dislikes on that video. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The, these people are scum. They are scum and they are scum on the world stage and they know it. Do you, do you know what happened in Australia? I'm just going to play this clip. I'm just going to play this clip, right? And then we'll move on because I knew that as soon as we saw something here about vaccines, we were going to get into it. But we'll run over a little bit today. It's fine. I don't care. But I want to play this clip. This is from Australia, okay? And I don't know if you've heard about this. So Australia, okay? You know the Australian Open, yes? The the big tennis match that they have down there every year? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is what happened at the Australian Open at the opening ceremony, okay? I want you to take a listen to this and I want you to hear it. Now, the Australians, the Aussies, they've had a rough go of it down there, right? Now, I want you to hear the Australian response to the opening ceremony of the Australian Open, right? This is a packed stadium. Listen to this. I've been playing under exceptional circumstances. In fact, the last 12 months have been exceptional circumstances for everybody around the world. It's been a time of heartfelt uh, challenge. It's been a time of deep loss and extraordinary sacrifice for everyone. And with vaccinations on the way, rolling out in many countries around the world, it's now a time for optimism and hope for the future. So we hope there are many other people to thank that enabled this great night to take place in the last couple of weeks. The top of that list is the Victorian government. Without you, we could not have done this. These people are a joke. They are an absolute joke. They are a disgrace, and they know it. They know it. It's a great response. I tend to agree. Well done to the Aussies. They deserve that one. All right, uh, moving right along. Increase Medicaid payments to states that newly expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. So basically, if you're going to readopt Obamacare, then we're going to give you money to do it. Allow states mm-hmm. to expand Medicaid coverage for prisoners close to release and for pregnant and postpartum women for five years. Okay, so if you're a prisoner, okay, I I can understand maybe getting them through to a certain point, but that should be through the social work group that's seeing them back in through their rehabilitation, which we're actually not doing, I might add. Right. Remove remove the cap limiting how much drug manufacturers must rebate to Medicaid for drugs that have increased quickly in price. Oh, oh, okay. So let me get this straight. The insulin. And the EpiPens and the painkillers that Trump had at historic lows, that was a bad thing. Okay, so people were paying $200 a month for insulin. Now, all of a sudden, they're paying like 4000 for their kids that they can't live without insulin. Like, they need it to live. You fools that don't understand this. So you reverse that. But yet, you're going to remove the cap limiting how much drug manufacturers must rebate to Medicaid. So for the people that don't pay for it, you refund them. But you don't refund someone that has to pay for it. That's that's wow. 
Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. It almost sounds like you're incentivizing people to get on the ACA, the government yeah. dole. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I know somebody that, uh, quick story on this one. I know somebody that when Obamacare first came out, when he was still in office, when it first came out and the exchanges popped up, they lost their health care coverage. Now, this is, this is a married couple with a child, 12 years old. 12-year-old child. They lost. I mean, you know how the households work. The husband and the wife both work, and whoever has the better health care policy through their, in the U.S., whoever has the better health care policy through their employer, that's usually the one the family goes with because they take the family plan. So in this case, they took the mother's plan because she had the better coverage through her employer. Well, because of Obamacare, what happened? Her employer canceled her insurance. What are they supposed to do? Obviously, they couldn't take it through the husband's at that point in time because guess what? Those plans got canceled as well. So what are they supposed to do? She calls up one of these exchanges. And would you believe, I, I've said this on a podcast before, you know, would you believe, you know what they told her, the, the uh, people on the other end, the government people on the exchanges, they said, well, the only thing that we can tell you is, is uh, because the price was ridiculous. I mean, it was something like $1,400 a month or something. She's like, I can't pay that. I, I can't pay that. They actually told her, they said, well, the only thing we can tell you to do is divorce your husband, quit your job and go on welfare. That's the only thing we can suggest for you to do. That's literally what they told her. You could not make that up. And of course, at the end of this, when they say other policies, again, with this other policy, that's only 31 billion this time. OK, so you've got you've got 20 billion. So we're up to 51 million in, in just a slush fund at this billion, point, right? With the B. Yeah, billion. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Did I say million? Yeah, whatever. I, I wish it was million at this point. <laughs> right. Increase funding for disaster for the disaster relief fund and cover funeral expenses related to COVID. So we're going to pay for 500,000 COVID deaths now. The the funerals of all of them. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote COVID. COVID yeah, deaths, yeah. COVID deaths. Yes. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Co comorbidity. Yeah. Provide grants to transit agencies. Uh-huh. So you're going to give the MTA in New York how much? You're going to give BART in San Francisco how much? Uh-huh. You're going to give the uh, the operators of the L train in Chicago how much? Uh-huh. Provide grants to airports and aviation manufacturers. Oh, God. Oh, God. Boeing and the, the likes of them don't need any more money. Oh, no, They've they don't been, need more money. We've talked about it before with the recent 777 or 777. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, it's junk that flies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which there's another part of this that's junk as well. Provide grants to communities under economic crisis. So you're going to provide grants to every community in the country? Is that what I'm taking away from that? That's only $3 billion. That's only $3 billion. Provide grants to communities under economic stress. Okay, let's look at that. So you're going to provide, and that's only $3 billion, but yet they're going to provide $1,400 per person in stimulus checks. Okay, that will cost $422 billion. What the hell is $3 billion going to do? What's that going to do? Oh, it's, it's going to pay off uh, businesses or communities that they're, the, the politicians uh -huh. are a part of. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Grants to, uh, I love this one, grants to Amtrak. Amtrak. Oh, these people. We haven't upgraded the rail beds in America for 50 years. Did you hear what I just said? For 50 years, we haven't upgraded the rail beds. The, the trains for Amtrak that have been run by the government are wholly inefficient. They're outdated. They're too expensive. And no one wants to go on them. And other transportation-related spending. Oh, my goodness. And, and I hope we get GP tomorrow because I want to talk about this because that's where 100 million of this, only 100 million, is going to go for a controversial Silicon Valley underground rail project. Wow. Wow. That's part of that other expense in there that they're not telling you about. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the exclusive. I, I want to get into detail on that. We don't have the time today. Because if it's anything like the high-speed rail project in California now, 
Well, GP's told you all about that. All that did was turn into a giant homeless shelter in Fresno. That's all that turned into. They built this giant structure for the uh, the central hub or the central station or whatever it was going to be. They put water and electricity in there, and then nobody knows where the money went, but they left the water and electricity on it, turned into a homeless shelter. Yeah. And not not a sanctioned homeless shelter either. Just all of them just moved in there because there's free water and electricity, and that's all that it is. Provide emergency rental assistance and assist homelessness. Again, I wonder where the, this is 30 billion. Okay. Again, 422 billion, 422 billion to send out $1,400 checks to people. And you're providing emergency rental assistance and assisting homelessness with 30 billion. You you people can't do math at all. Well, uh, I mean, $600 is. Oh, it's a significant amount. Yeah. Significant. That's, That's a significant amount. Provide grants to airlines and contractors to freeze airline layoffs through September. Open the airlines. That's all you got to do. Open the airlines. Stop choking the airlines. It's a simple solution. You don't have to do any of that. Use the Defense Production Act to buy and distribute medical supplies. Let the free market sort that out. Can we do that? Look at what Mike Lindell did at MyPillow. Look what he did. He retooled. He made masks. And look at what Elon Musk did at Tesla. He retooled. Go to the business owners. Go to the top business owners. Go to the venture capitalists and say, look, this is what we need. This is what we did in the Second World War. We retooled everything. Go to the business owners. You call them in. If you're any kind of a leader, which this guy isn't, if you're any kind of a leader, call in the business people. And this is what Trump did. You notice that? Trump's a business guy. This is what Trump did in the beginning of the pandemic. He called in Walmart and and Target and uh, Lindell and, and all these, these business people. Called them all in. Tesla, Elon over at Tesla. And he said, this is what we need. And the businesses stepped up. They stepped up. They retooled. And we rebuilt our stockpile that was yeah, depleted yeah. under Obama, I might add. And we didn't have to uh, We didn't have to use the De- Defense Production Act to do that. He just no. asked them to do it, and they did it. So yeah. that, that's, a, that's a real quick, uh, just a, a side note. Uh, we, we, we brought it up on the, uh, the rental assistance. Average rent in the U.S. is um, $1,468, by the way. Uh-huh. So um, – if you wanted to pay for one month's rent, that would cost you $63 billion. Mm-hmm. And we're spending $30 billion for that. Yeah. And, and to assist the homeless. And, and to assist homeless. The homeless. Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're you're good. Provide mortgage payment assistance. That's only $10 billion, right? That, that's only $10 billion. Mortgage payment assistance. Reauthorize and fund the State Small Business Credit Initiative. What is that? So basically, it was subsidizing the creation of small businesses. Gotcha. Like. Okay, well, they're only getting a measly $9 billion, right? Now, mind you, we've got over $50 billion in the uh, the slush fund here, right? we got over $50 billion in there. And the uh, the Small Business Credit Initiative is only getting $9 billion, which I'm sure that's a significant amount. If yeah. You, if you really think about mm-hmm. it. Same thing with the mortgages and the uh, the rent assistance. I mean, that's a significant amount. Provide grants to restaurants and bars that lost revenue during the pandemic. That's $25 billion. Are you people serious? Are, are you people serious? They, they might as well just like they're they're literally slapping you in the face. And then after they get done slapping you in the face, they're pissing in your face and they're calling it rain. That's what they're doing. And they're doing it on purpose and they're laughing. They are so out of touch. That $25 billion could be New York, New York alone. The amount of businesses they lost up there. <laughs> That's not even going to cover New York. No way. Yeah. No way. You're talking about 10,000 restaurants up there. That's that's not even going to cover it. Places that have been there for decades. Hell, Fifth Avenue alone, right? Fifth Avenue has been, you know, been boarded up for months. It's just, yeah, you, yeah. That's, that's not even... I mean, we're talking... You remember we were talking before about a place to rent, a storefront to rent in Midtown Manhattan. It was like $937,000 a month for rent. $25 billion is not going to cover that. No way. Yeah. Provide additional... Uh, 
idle grant, idle, idle advance grants of up to $10,000 per business. What's that going to do? Uh, what is uh, economic injury disaster loan? Up to $10,000 per business? $15 billion for that? That's, that's it? That's all you're going to do? Oh, I love this one here. Allow more PPP loans, that's the Paycheck Protection Plan loans, and expand eligibility to certain nonprofit and digital media companies. Okay, let's look at this. First of all, that's that's terrible. That's $7 billion. Okay, that's the first thing. That's the first thing wrong with that. The second thing, that's if, you, if you're even doing it. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, it was expanded in scope too far to begin with last year. As soon as all the people that applied for it that needed to apply for it, the money was gone. And we're talking hundreds of billions last time. This time, it's only $7 billion. Again, what are they doing? They're laughing at you. They're slapping you in the face. And they're saying, yeah, eat cake. That's what they're saying. And it's, it's a loan. Exactly. It's a loan. It's a loan. Other policies, I mean, that's $3 billion. We're up to $54 billion in the in the slush fund now. Another thing to point out here is it's also nonprofit. Well, and digital media companies, which digital media companies, Facebook, Twitter, CNN, you know, those are all technically digital media companies. What's well, seven but billion? Non- I understand, but nonprofits, nonprofits could be any of their own organizations that they created, their own quote unquote charities that they launder their money through. Yeah, and that would be gobbled up before you could even think about. Yeah, seven billion. Yeah, whatever. Provide funding for healthcare services, facilities, and co-pays for veterans. Uh, the VA is a disaster. It's been a disaster. At least it was halfway decent under Trump. Fund job training assistance programs for veterans and other VA administrative costs. I, I love how much money. Seventeen billion total is what they're putting into that. That's it. That's it. Oh boy. All right. This one. This one really floors me. Increase nutrition assistance. Six billion to increase nutrition assistance. Where's been the talk about eating healthy? Not just from the pandemic. Where's been the talk of eating healthy in the U.S. for decades? Where's been that talk? I haven't seen that in I don't know how long about eating healthy in the United States. I haven't seen that. Oh, there's no money in eating healthy, is there? No, there's there's no money in that. Of course, there's money in selling you products that make you overweight and obese, which the U.S. has an obesity epidemic. And then, of course, there's more money in selling you the diet products on the other side of it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Increased nutrition assistance. Uh Uh-huh. Pay off loans and other programs for socially disadvantaged farmers. Hmm. Wow. Socially disadvantaged farmers. Socially. ESGs. Mm-hmm. Purchase and distribute food to needy individuals. You know, there's, that's a majority of things that uh, charity groups do and food banks do. And I don't have to tell anybody that the food lines in the United States have been increasing for a good number of months now. And that's just how the government likes it. Well, it's not like I'm going to hound on Christians. It's not like the, the church has, uh, you, you know kind of pushed off that duty that the the Bible says, you know, you, yeah. you're, you're blessed for doing that. It's not like they didn't push it off to the state. I mean, there are churches and they still have food banks and stuff, but largely yeah. they push it off to the state. And you know what? We've lost the, uh, the, the concept of even taking care of your neighbor. You might as well forget that. At least uh, not. I mean, you still have pockets of it. Don't get me wrong. You, you still have pockets of it. Sure. Testing. Uh, <laughs> this is good. That, this is good news for you, Bruce. Testing and monitoring for COVID in rural communities and among animal populations. That right there. That right there. Among animal populations. There's no evidence to support that. None. None whatsoever. That follows along with Agenda 2030 is what that does. Animal control. Population control of the yeah. wildlife. That's what that yeah. is. COVID-19, by the way, there's not enough mutations for COVID-19 upon its first release to attribute it to coming from an animal. 
In other words, when it when it transitions, when it goes from an animal to a human being, there's a lot of uh, mutations that happen in that time period. There is no signs of those mutations. And um, in fact, the reservoir for COVID-19, this specific strain is actually from some bats in China that are like a thousand miles away from the Wuhan lab there. It's over a thousand miles away. Well, no, they, they said um, it was like, they, they said it was like a couple of miles just outside no, of town. No, I mean, I mean, the, 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 the reservoir for the virus, where the virus is oh, found, where oh. that specific strain of the virus gotcha. is found is found in some bats that are over a thousand miles away. Gotcha. And they just so happened to be doing a, a documentary here back in 2018 in the specific cave with the specific bats that have the strain of COVID-19 that just so happened to release to the populace. It also has a few mutations, notably the HIV spike proteins, but there's three more there that they don't list what it is. Foreign affairs, natural resources, all those, and yeah. science, space, and technology. Yeah. They get 11, 12 billion between those, and they don't list for what. Foreign affairs, yeah. well, though, space, science, and technology. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. Foreign one. affairs. I mean, well, Bruce, we had that last one. We had the last one. We had uh, gender studies in Pakistan. Gender I mean, studies, we, yeah. yeah. That's why it's not listed there, I think, is yeah. they're not saying, well, it's for gender studies. And, uh -huh. for and, and you know, I, I do recall during the 2008 bailout, you know, the 800, well, the 800, what was it, the 800 billion, that, that one? Uh, or yeah. 800, mm -hmm. 800 mm -hmm. million. With million. No, it was it was eight hundred. It was eight hundred billion. Was a billion? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, anyway, yeah, it was, whatever. It it's dropping, dropping the bucket compared to. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, that was um, that was interesting because they put in some real useful things on that one, like giving rabbits Swedish massages in universities. Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, that was useful. And then, of course, you had uh, shrimp running on treadmills. That was mm -hmm. another one that they put in there. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to we had to test that. Was it, wasn't it also something like tortoises? Uh, what was it? Tortoises sex habits on cocaine or something like that? Yeah. 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 Well, so, something along those lines. But I mean, that has mm. to do with the financial stability of the United States, you see. So yeah. 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 What's the moral of the story? Government's bad. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. These people are absolutely unbelievable. That's where your tax money's going, right? That's where your tax money's going. And that is just, what is that? What did they say? That's a great place to open the negotiations. Yeah. That's a great place to open those. We're out of time. So we're going to have to go. We're promoting our Telegram channel. We would normally promote our parlor, but you know what? I, I just, I can't get back into parlor. I don't know why, but we know that podcasting censorship is coming in the coming days. And so we're working on a way to continue to produce our content and put it out there for you, the listener. So we're promoting our Telegram channel. If you're not on Telegram, go ahead and get signed up to Telegram on your smartphone or whatever device you have and uh, get signed up to us over there. We're a public channel listed over there. You can just search for Dynamic Independence. We'll pop right up. Subscribe to us. You'll get not only all of our podcasts we put out every day, you're also going to get an exclusive podcast that we put out once a week. And Bruce and I will be on that tomorrow. Now, that is only available for our Telegram subscribers. So if you're not signed up to us over there and you want that extra content, that's where you need to go to get it. So give us a follow over there. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line via email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow here as much as possible, but we we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcast, if you give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. That will do it for today. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you to all the listeners. And for those of you who are signed up to us on Telegram, who are subscribed to us over there, we will see you on the exclusive tomorrow. Those of you who are not, we will see you on Monday. Everyone have a great weekend.